Hello, and welcome to the Business as a Christian podcast. We understand that many Christian business owners, managers, and leaders have to balance the elements of their faith, the demands of their business. Simon struggled with this for years and has been led to share his stories and those of his guests with as many people as he can reach. We hope you enjoy the podcast. And now, here's your host, Simon Meadows. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Business as a Christian podcast. Today, listeners, you can't believe how happy I am to introduce the guest that is sat in front of me right now on my screen, because today I'm joined by Dwight, Dwight Grant, and Dwight and I met, oh, it's got to be nearly a decade ago, I bet it is a decade ago, uh, through my coach and a program that I was working on with my coach, and Eric Dombach, who was my coach at the time, was a, a pastor and a minister, and he and I had a conversation that you know I wanted to involve Christianity in my coaching, and he said, "Look, you know, God will look after that. You know, just be who you are, put your content out there, and people will come that are Christians." And Dwight, listeners, was the first Christian that I worked with uh, in business as a, a, a fellow coach. So Dwight is the not only the first Christian and and such a, a good solid friend and you know we've we've uh, worked together for such a long time and I know he's done amazing things uh, since that sort of came to an end some some years ago but he is the the owner of Forward One Business Coaching and has over thirty years business experience helping business owners nonprofits and startups achieve their objectives now. In addition to implementing hundreds of projects, and many of these with Christian organizations, Christian camps, etc., in the United States, Dwight has helped start a charter school in Colorado Springs and also started and ran Vessels for Honor Rafting Co. for 10 years on the Arkansas River. And Dwight enjoys spending time with his family and grandkids. He loves his grandkids. I can tell from the photos, and he's still a bit of a white water fanatic uh, as well. And I know, Dwight, you've got skills in human resources, finance, marketing, uh, operations, but very much it's around helping people get projects up, running, started, moving well, isn't it? Uh, welcome to today's podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Now, Obviously, we, we met all that time ago, and at the time, I don't think either of us quite realised that we we were Christians, and, and you know God revealed that to us as, as quite early, actually, in how we were working together, and, you know, thankfully, you've supported me in some dark times, uh, you know, and I've been with you there in some glorious times as, as, as well. Just give us a bit of an idea of... Uh, your time, how long you've been a Christian, and just give us a bit of an insight into how you. And I'm just trying to think how I can introduce this because it's not on the mm -hmm. listeners. This is not a question on the list. So tell us how long ago it was, and just tell us what led you to that commitment to Christ. You know, yeah. So I grew up. Um, going to church with family mm -hmm. and i believe there was a point at which in junior high uh that i made a uh, a commitment of a profession of faith 
um, to, to Jesus. I was baptized. So when I talk about that, I, I typically go back to that childhood kind of uh, teen um, experience and say, well, that's where it started. However, there's when I when I look at my faith journey, um, there's actually uh, another time. And I don't know, maybe we'll get into this and maybe I'll share something uh, more keep, about Keep going. That. Yeah, keep going. Oh, well, so so in this last December, I was involved with a um, there were a couple of ministry um, individuals that hosted kind of a weekend. Um, and one of the days was uh, spent doing life mapping. And in that process, we were to to find what are the defining moments, you know, over the course of our life. Well, the defining moment, the probably the most significant defining moment for me was uh, all the way back to college. Um, so here I was going to a Christian college. I was majoring in outdoor recreation. Um, I was not. Um, I, I wouldn't say in my mind that I was very kind to others. I had this idea of Christianity is a do this, don't do that. Very legalistic, um, very, very self-centered, <laughs> selfish, yeah. uh, critical. And anyway, when I um, uh, met a girl, fell in love, and when she um, told me after our junior year um, that she was pregnant, that completely put things upside down for me. Um, it was a crisis. It was a, oh boy, um, nobody knew the other stuff that I was doing because I was good at hiding things and looking like I was meeting the part, right? And so here was something we couldn't, uh, couldn't hide, except that there were those that counseled, well, you could take care of this. So there, I do have a doctor friend and he, he could, he can make this go away. Well, that was not an option for Sandy, nor was it really an option for me. It was just, I was just looking for anything like, oh, what in the world, how, what do we do? Um, and so that was not, that really wasn't an option. And what, what happened is Sandy ended up um, being asked to leave the church she was in and the place that she was staying and so we we had this crisis of boy she's got to find some place to stay and are we going to get married and when's that going to happen and all of these things were hitting at the same time well there was a church a, a new church plant in pasadena and she was working with uh, someone that um reached out to her and said well hey why don't you why don't you come stay with a couple from our church and that led to us being um, embraced and included in this wonderful church body. And what happened is we were, uh, we were guided through a process of um, reconciliation. And what, what it started with was addressing the fact that, hey, you know what? You, yeah, you, you've sinned. And, and, and so first we've got to address that sin um, issue. And so we've got to uh, confess uh, to God, to each other, to those that we may have hurt. Um, and so we did, um, we asked for forgiveness and I felt the grace of God come in and it, it, and it hit me like no, nothing of the kindness that was shown. Um, and, and, 
man, I, I, it's like, oh no, I was so critical to others. I would never have extended this kind of grace. And yet here it was transformation, um, a, a complete change. Well, so we were like wealthy and I was like, well, so, okay, so great. We've got that. I'm, I, I, I feel, I feel wonderful, but Hey, I'm going to be a dad and I got to get, I'm going to get married here. How do I support the family? What do I do? Well, there was a local um, position available in a warehouse. I took a part-time temporary thing, um, but it was a, a, a growing ministry called Focus on the Family. And so they, they were willing to hire me and let me um, work through the year and uh, ended up getting a promotion after graduation. Um, and so you know, kept working there. Well, I ended up getting a, a mentor that saw what I was doing and really encouraged me in business. He said, Dwight, you're so talented. You should pursue business. And, and look, Dwight, you're going to have you're going to have adventure. It's going to be fun and you're going to be able to impact more people than, than you would believe, um, even more than you would um, it being involved in camps in the outdoors. And so I, I took his advice. Um, and I pursued that uh, with everything I had and um, and got, oh, and he said, and the icing on the cake is you'll have enough money left over that you'll actually be able to do some of those outdoor things. Thus, the vessels being in some of the other <laughs> adventures. But that was that was the defining moment. I would say, you know, I mean, Sandy and I are going to be celebrating 39 years of marriage. I think we're going to make it. I'm pretty sure we're going to make it. Um, we, you know, we've been doing pretty good and uh, continue to love each other. And, and now we get the opportunity to be invested in our grandchildren. And yeah, um, yeah so it's, it's just been fantastic to look back and to see, I mean, everything was set from like from that point forward, it was like these were foundational things, but it came through crisis. It came through not not saying that, oh, we, we accept this sin, but that, no, we, ooh, we have to, we have to wrestle with, we have to deal with the sin, but Jesus Christ, um, shed his, you know, shed his blood, gave his life so that we could, we could be, um, reconciled. And so, yeah, it's that, it's that, you know, uh, central, theme to the gospel, which is the grace of God, um, the grace of you know, that Jesus uh, showed us um, through faith. So, yeah. So that there's. Yeah. And I think for, for many people listening to this, you know, I think bringing it into life and into business as well, you know, having, you know, as we were talking about before we hit, you know, the record button, very often we do have to look at the standards we live by the standards we expect other people to live by and you know as you explained so well in how you dealt with that in in business uh, so in life we also as individuals have to deal with that in business because you know we mm. can't have one way in which we do it and expect people to follow that but then do it a different way and still expect people to follow the way that we do it and you know uh, i know 
you and I have had conversations uh, in the past and, you know, about leading like Jesus and, you know, following in Jesus' example. It is about walking the walk, isn't it? You know, in our our journey with Christ in life, but also in with our business. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment. But I just want to ask one one quick question going back to the uh, the list that I've got here. That, yeah. That's so important you're sharing. I love the life mapping. I've written that down on my little post-it note here. What What is something good that's happened in your past week that you're grateful to God for? Yeah, that's easy. We just came back from visiting... <laughs> Um, my um, sixth grandchild, little grandson, uh, Samuel. Um, and so we have four grandchildren in Kentucky and then two here in Colorado. So to be able to, to get out to, to Kentucky and to visit to see um, him. And, and the thing that was um, that we were very thankful for is that um, the other three all had a lot of challenges, um, at, you know, putting on weight and eating. And there, there was always a big deal. Not the problem here with, with Samuel. He's a very good eater. He's, he's growing, he's putting on about an ounce a day. Um, yeah. And so that, that was great to see. And then his sister, um, she, she's two years old. Um, and, and uh, Liliana um, had, uh, uh, was, um, had some complications um, yeah. when uh, she was born. And, and so, you know, it's just, just she's she's kind of pulled through it. Um, she's uh, Down syndrome, so the, you know there's there's been some you know um, challenges that the family has had. Um, yeah. But she is she's incredible. I mean, I could yeah. go, I could spend the whole podcast just talking about the great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let me bring up some. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. And we'll talk about how people can uh, find out more about you as well in a, in a short while. Great. So. You know, if you if you think about something, because uh, I think you've shared the, the faith journey quite well there with us. Uh, so, it, you know, if you think about something recently that you have had to, you've had to question or that you've had to deal with as a Christian, either in life or in business, what would you like to share with the listeners? Something that's been significant to you, or something that you feel you need to to share with us? Well, so. You know that I work with, I uh, work with camps, work with um, outdoor programs, and and others with that. So we're the the client or the uh, the customer in many cases is is the family, but more specifically the the teenager or the child. And I thought it was interesting. I saw a a report. In fact, just came out of a conversation not not too long ago, um, where the CDC based on a 2021 um, survey said that 25% of, uh, of teenagers um, identify um, as LGBTQ. So they either identify or they're, they're in that questioning category, Um, which when, when you, start thinking about that that's a that's that's not one percent it's not ten percent i mean that's was one out of four this is not something that's like it's not an issue that's going away it appears to only be um getting to be a higher profile and you see a lot of stuff on social media that um, i would say is not uh, very kind or gracious and you see activism going 
um, either way. But as a, a Christian ministry or as a Christian um, business uh, owner, I think that it's like, oh, well, we <laughs> we have to uh, we have to wrestle with this idea of um, what does the scripture say about about certain things? Uh, what does it say about our sexuality? Um, and so I think this and, and then in corporate that you, you, you know, you hear um, so much about DEI. Um, and then uh, now there's a B that's being added. Some people include that under I, but the idea of belonging, um, being included, belonging. And as Christians, I think that we want to be able to um, we want to be able to embrace and treat people with uh, dignity and respect. How did Jesus interact with people? He interacted with a lot of people and, and we are all sinners. <laughs> and yeah. therefore it's, it's, what did he do? Was, was he, um, was he angry and vindictive or did he embrace people and did he treat them with dignity and respect? And I think about the woman that, that was caught in adultery and, and, uh, you know, well, what should yeah. we do with them? What's the law say? I guess the law says you got a stoner. All right. So, but the one with that, that has no sin, why don't you cast the first stone Correct. and all of a sudden there's no one there. Hey, where'd everyone go? Yeah. Well, you know what? Go and sin no more. Yeah. And, and that, that was his approach. And so when I think about, Oh, well, how does this, how does this tie in? I remember uh, there was a couple, it was a lesbian couple that came to raft with us. The reason they came to raft with us is that they were here to protest against focus on the family. And there was going to be a big rally, you know, hundreds or maybe, a, I don't know, a thousand or more people were going to show up and, and she fa uh, they found out that I worked at Focus on the Family. So they're like, oh, well, we'll go see what happens over there. And what happened was first the staff said, Dwight, what, what are we supposed to do? And I'm like, wait, what do we always do? We, we smile. We, yeah. we graciously, you know, em embrace and greet everyone the same. We, we don't have a, a difference between, you know, what a person you know, happens to look like or what they identify with. And so we took them rafting. They had a wonderful time. Um, and um, and then afterward, we had an opportunity to have a, a, a fairly long discussion. But so I think I'm seeing this more and more. Um, it's It's not something that we can avoid. And I think that as Christians, we're, we're going to um, need to have an idea on how do we want to respond? There are activists that are looking for, um, they're, they're looking for a battle. They're looking for something yeah. um, that, that where they can, you know, cause a ruckus, get some publicity, take it to court, um, and those kinds of things. And so I think that that as Christians, we just we have to be aware that 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 exists, but that's not most people. You know, that's that's not the norm. And so, you know, whether we're dealing with with kids or adults, um, being able to show the love of Jesus um, and this idea of having identity, does it need to be sexual identity? Is it is that the most important thing? Or what about the identity in Christ? If we can Correct. introduce 
we have the opportunity, but how do you get the opportunity? Well, you have to have a level of trust and how do you get trust? Well, you can get trust through kindness, right? And I think in Romans, it talks about that it's through kindness that people come to salvation. Yeah. So And it's it's interesting because I I think, you know, in business in particular, um, you know, we're encouraged to have all these policies. We're encouraged to have diversity and, and almost, you know, we we are. Yeah, you know, I, I I know some grant funds here in the UK that you have to illustrate that diversity that you have encouraged that you know that that diversity uh, in all ways. And yeah, you know, I remember a, a vicar uh, that's still at our church here in our village, and he was questioned on this, and he said, yeah, "I've got very strong views about this," and we thought, "Oh, here we go," because he was he is quite uh, controversial in some of the things he says. He said. I don't have to like what people do. And he's saying, I'm not just talking about, you know, the, you know, those of sexual choice. He said, but I don't have to like what anybody does. But what I am commanded by scripture to do is to love everyone as one of God's children. And it's not for me to judge, but it's for God to judge. And like you said there, if I show love and I show kindness, I shouldn't encourage their behavior i shouldn't have to like their behavior but i have to i'm commanded to to love them show that love and then the opportunities will come for me to tell them what's in the bible what's in the gospels and the choice then of where god takes them next is not mine to make it's theirs you know they can hear the words that i'm saying or they can choose not to god can choose to use me or he can decide to use somebody else further down the line, you know, but my first and foremost mm-hmm. is to love them. Uh, and and you know, I, I just wish that in business, we could just write a few words in a policy that just said, everyone is loved and treated with kindness. You know, how much better would it be if we just had a policy that had that statement? We treat everybody with respect, kindness and love. That's it. That's the only uh, policy we need, Jesus. isn't it? Yes. Jesus, I think Jesus might have said it best. Love your love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe that's the policy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That would, and how great that would be. But I think, you know, yeah. what I, I struggle with and, and, you know, Angela, my wife and I have a lot of conversations about this. And just yesterday in our personal lives. Uh, and of course, these are our opinions, listeners. And if you've got a different opinion, then then that's yours to have. But I get very frustrated when. Every TV program has to have this compliance to diversity in it. Every TV ad seems to we we and it's almost become you know to to be a Christian or to be what I'm gonna call in inverted commas a normal person is the is the exception. And but we we have a choice. You know, I say to say to Angela, we don't have to watch it. Turn it off. Yeah, that's the thing with the TV, yeah. isn't it? You know, I have people in one of my study groups and they say, oh, isn't it dreadful? All of this on TV and all that. I said, there is a button on the TV. You can change channel. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to watch it to the end. And very often, Dwight, we start watching TV programs and we just turn it off. Yeah, it's it is interesting. Um, I think I think one example that that uh, illustrates this perfectly is 
Amazon, uh, Amazon Prime, they came out with a movie of Cinderella and yeah. it got a rating. So it's got a rating. It's been, I mean, many, many people, I mean, it's, uh, tens of thousands of people have, have watched it um, and it's got a three. But when you go and look at the ratings, nobody gave it a three. They either gave it a five or they gave it a one. And the reason was the people that were giving it a five were saying, oh, this is this is so refreshing. It was so, you know, beautifully done. And, you know, they, they'll go on and on. And I mean, technically and professionally, I mean, it was it had good music. It had a lot of cool things. But yeah. on the, the ones were all because of what you were saying. It literally looks like you had a checklist. And I mean, <laughs> from the opening to the it's like, OK, so you've got the, the you know, in, Cinderella is the entrepreneur who 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 ends up having the you know the um the prince who fought who leaves abdicates his role as as king because his sister is more qualified uh, better uh engineer yeah. and so he steps in and so you have all of these things but it's like oh wow you could literally go down and, yeah. and at least in the u.s say what are all the politically correct items and and there yeah, you go he checks it over well, yeah it's it oh and and here's an interesting thing that I've seen um, uh, in corporate. So you've got a lot of emphasis in terms of training on the whole D, DEI. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 and, and, and but what has been missing in terms of diversity um, and inclusion is how to respect people's um, sincerely held religious beliefs. And so this isn't necessarily Christian, but it's, it's one of those items that is a protected in the U S it's a protected, um, thing. Religion is a protected and, and it, but it is underrepresented in terms of the training and how, um, to respect that. So when you say, oh, it's, you know, gay pride month, and so our company is going to do this, that, and the other, um, depending upon how uh, how forward their policies are on that and, and trying to embrace one group, um, it's in fact creating an alien is alienation. And it's not something that can easily be turned off at that point because it's what do I do with my faith if I'm putting up a flag and I'm celebrating something that I don't like, I want to celebrate, I want to love and I want to be kind to and respect my coworker. Um, that may really, that may really be a significant issue for them, but I don't necessarily want to endorse and say, Oh yeah, Correct. everything's okay. So yeah. very, um, I, I would say it's, it's a very difficult, um, it, it is. To, and I think for those listening, you know, at home, we have a choice of whether we, we leave the channel on or whether we turn the TV off. We have lots of choice. We can turn the radio off. You know, I can decide what to talk to somebody about or not. But in business, we have less choice, you know, it seems. Uh, but I just want to I just want to share one quick story because this story came to me as, as you were talking. I've got a, a friend uh, who runs a lot of the study groups with, with me and we've run alpha courses and lots of uh, uh, John Cross, The Road to Emmaus is a great course that we're doing at the moment. If anybody's ever watched that uh, 
video series. Uh, and Jill actually ended up owning a pub. Now, this is the least likely business for her to get involved in. She's got no history in it in hospitality. But she knew that there was God at work in it. And I can tell you now, uh, there's a little bit of a function room attached to this pub. We have held most of the courses that we've run in that function room. And we have succeeded in drawing people to Christ through the courses we've done because the people that came to the function room wouldn't normally step inside a church. If we'd have run that course in church, they wouldn't have come. But, and there's a big but, she said, if I'm going to run this business, I'm going to do it in a godly way. So she has no uh, bandit machines, no gambling machines. At Halloween, they do not decorate up for Halloween. They won't put anything up at all that celebrates Halloween. So, yes, she serves alcohol, but she won't do shots. She won't do it so people can drink to excess. And she has really, really battled. And I give uh, credit to Jill uh, at the, uh, the, the pub that she's got, that she really has stood by those values. And she has lost customers. She's lost mm. employees uh, because she stood to those values. So I think to anybody listening to this, it is hard to turn the TV off when you're at work and to say, I'm not going to go down this checklist because very often we're told that that's something we have to do. But we can still find ways, like Jill did in running a pub, to do it in a godly way. And that's what this podcast is, is, a, is about. Uh, and it is about stopping and saying, okay, Lord, if you want me to do this, show me how I can do it in your way. You know, explain to me how I can do it in what rather than just say, okay, show me what will happen later. Actually, just put it in God's hands and see what he'll do with it. Uh, and certainly with Jill, she's had the pub now for several years and it's got a completely different representation. It, it was seen as somewhere to lots of drunks, drugs were involved. Now there's none of that. It's a family place. It's mm-hmm. where people go to eat. It's where people go to celebrate. It's where we go to study. Yeah, and whilst other people are drinking in one side of the pub, we're in the function room, you know, listening to what God is saying to us. And you know, that that choice can still be made, but it is a difficult one, no doubt about it. So I thought I'd just share that. Um, That's great. So, so let me just ask another question then. When you uh, perhaps are in a situation where you do have to question, you know, is this the business way of doing it or is this uh, Jesus way of doing it um, how have you found a way like Jill has done Dwight of of handling it differently other than what you've talked about with love are there any tips or anything you can share with the listeners of this is how I uh, perhaps do it differently or, or uh, approach it differently because I'm a Christian <clears throat> you know, one time um, when I was at Focus on the Family, we I was at uh, lunch with a uh, a vendor who was asking questions about the ministry and trying to understand, you know, li- little little more, um, little deeper. And one of the questions he had was, oh, "So, who's your competition?" And okay. I thought for a second. I said, "Well, I don't, we don't 
we don't have competition in the same way that you might consider it. He's like, oh, well, what do you mean? Yeah, we're not competing against other churches, other Christian nonprofits. That's not really that's not really our our concern. Um, our concern is um, and, and the biggest uh, competitor is uh, uh, alternate worldview. And he was like, what? What does I what is that? What does that mean? And I said, well, at Focus on the Family, we look at everything that we're doing, um, every part of family, everything that we're that we're doing in terms of teaching, um, providing resources, everything that we're doing in terms of how we how we operate as an organization. We run all of that through the lens of scripture. So we're actually going to the Bible and we're and we're looking at it and we're wrestling with things um, to say, OK, what would how how would we best approach this? But increasingly, there is alternative um, perspectives and that um, uh, if I call it anti-Christian worldview or non-Christian worldview is is coming from a different angle and it comes from all different angles. But the one thing it has in common is that it, it, it comes into conflict with, in many cases, comes in conflict with um, the, the Christian worldview. And I said, so there's, there's our competition. And that's what we um, most significantly wrestle with. So I guess when I think about well, what is it that we do different? Well, like we do, we do almost everything different because <laughs> yeah. we're, you know, it's from like the, the, yeah, I, I mean, I hear people talking about the greedy, uh, the you know, the absolute greedy capitalist business people. And it's, oh, my goodness, the way you'd, you'd, you'd think they were all monsters running around. And I'm like, well, and maybe they are, <laughs> but maybe they are. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it kind of, it, it depends. Um, if they are, uh, were founded as Christian and in, 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 in our, in our incorporating Christian values, I think it was some like <clears throat> like Hobby Lobby where um, they they are a for profit, and yet when you look at the amount that they give, um, yeah. and you look at their policies, and you look at how they treat um, staff, it's it's a lot different. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot different than if you were to go um, look at you know a, another organization of equal size. Yeah. So that yeah yeah so that's yeah. I guess that's the it's 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 going back to the word and and saying okay how how do we approach it yeah and and I think you know what we also have to do and that's you know thank you for sharing that because we also have to understand because of those differencing views that some views that we have will attract people you know and this is where Eric and I had that conversation when he did it you know she said just put your content out there just tell people who you are, what you do, how you do it. And some people will like it and they'll be drawn to you. And some people won't like it and they'll be repelled by you. And he said, mm -hmm. the only thing you can do is pray over that and ask God to bring you the people that he wants to bring. Because even if somebody's mm -hmm. repelled, God might still be saying, do you know what? Go and work with this person. You know, and you know, I've had people that have been very you know almost you know the the opposite of what i would say is a christian business owner yet god has said 
Now, don't turn him away. Don't just because he doesn't agree with your views, just because uh, you know he curses and swears. Uh, you know, do what Jesus did. You know, go go to those people. And you know, the I like to think that you know I might not have had a huge impact, but at least I sowed some seed that led that person on the journey that God's got planned for them, not the journey that I want to have planned for them. And uh, you know, that's. Those views are always going to have a repelling or an attracting uh, effect. And I think as business owners, we have to actually just accept that and put it in God's hands, don't we, sometimes? Yeah, and, that, and what you're talking about is planting uh, seeds. Yeah. You know, you, you plant, you plant, you plant, you plant, and then all of a sudden at some point, you know, God does, you know, it, it creates a defining moment in that person's life. And then all of a sudden, all those people, <laughs> yeah. you know, hundred people that had a little, little seed here, little seed there. And then all of a sudden, boom, and there's transformation. And now the individual starts yeah. a heartfelt um, relationship with Jesus Christ and yeah. perspective begins to completely change. So I, yeah, yeah I think. And we, and we might never see that. And I think as business owners, sometimes we want to see the results, don't we? But actually, we don't need to see the results. All we need to do is do God's work by planting the seed. Yeah. You know, probably uh, be that we do see the results, but very often we don't, do we? You know, Simon, I was just praying about this a couple of weeks ago because I love to see results. I am so results oriented. In fact, I, I felt the Lord whispering that, hey, um, that's not an idol, is it? And uh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. no, that's a good thing. Results are good. No, but when they be when they replace God in terms of importance, no, no, you know, you you don't get to always see the results. What you are called to do as a Christian is to be faithful. Yeah. So that's what we should be looking to is are we have we been faithful and then like you said boy when results come it's like woo! <laughs> yeah yeah exactly uh, and you know i think you said something very important there and you know i was going to ask you if you've got one tip or one lesson to to share about being in business as a christian i think you've given us a very important one there i think as business owners and people in business we like to focus on results but listeners i think you've heard the tip there yeah, when those results start to replace or become more important than God, then they're no longer a business driver. They're no longer uh, a result that is going to serve you because the result should be part of your service to God, not the other way around. So I think that's a great tip. And sometimes I think Dwight, we do actually have to stop and perhaps we need to ask that question. And listeners ask that question, you know, is what I'm planning to do, do my business plans, do my results, do my goals, actually do they sit within what God wants me to do? And take some time, be still and listen. And if it mm. feels like they're more important or replacing God in, in your business, then do you know what? Get a pen, scrub them out, start again and pray over them. So I think I think that's a great tip to share with the the listeners today. So coming to the uh, the, the sort of final question, Dwight, you know, from a point of view of 
the listeners and their journey in faith or in business. What words of encouragement would you like to offer to anybody listening to this this episode? Well, I think it was uh, Winston Churchill um, that said, uh, never, 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 I forget how many nevers there were, but um, <laughs> it was a lot of nevers, never give up. And when I think of, uh, I think it's Galatians 6, 9 that says, don't, you know, don't, don't lose heart, um, you know, but, but continue, don't grow weary, but just continue to um, do good, yeah. continue just because you're going to get hit that that's you're going to get hit with stuff that's just business in nature and oh there's a new tax or there's new new ordinance or there's a this or it's a that those are all those yeah. business things that's what business coaches try to help you know to yeah, yeah. to gate when we're going through all that stuff but but then there's you know there's there's um there's things that if you are aligned um with god in in what you're trying to do to bring glory to him there there is this other force. And so um, you have to understand that, that that's just going to be part of trying to operate your business um, in a godly manner. So you don't give up. You, you, you go, you go, you go, you go. And yeah, you may take a step back to say, okay, God, is this still, do I need to pivot? Is there something, but, yeah. but you're not giving up. It's kind of like um, Simon, when, when we've, we've talked about this whole idea of you, um, reaching, you know, Christian um, business people and, and yeah. the journey that God's taking you on there. You've known that you want to do this. You felt that, but you've had a number of different, you know, start, stop, you know, difference. Four, 14 yet, years, Dwight, 14 years <laughs> in God's time, not mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you don't give up until, I mean, yeah. until I'm six feet under, yeah. I'm not giving up. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pressing forward. So I, that's, yeah. I would just say, look, um, you know, I get that. So yeah, sometimes you need a break. Sometimes you need, you know, to, to take, you know, have some time to refresh, but, uh, by all means, do not grow weary, um, yeah. of doing good, um, persevere. Yeah. And yeah, you know, I'd add one, one or two things to that as well. Uh, cause I found it difficult in business to, to understand when God is actually telling me that I'm going in the wrong direction because pushing on in the mm -hmm. wrong direction, you said pushing on. Uh, with good is is always a good sign. You know, you always know that God's in in it if it's if it's good. Uh, but if you feel that is this, you know, if you're questioning it, um, I'll give you mm. two things. One, pray about it. You know, we talked about this in, in other episodes. Pray about your business. Pray over every business decision that you have to make. You know, don't be frightened to have Jesus sat in your office as a business partner giving you advice. You know, please don't, uh, because if you're going to push on, we want to push on, you know, in God's way. The other thing I would say is find somebody else who can give you not just a business perspective. So, you know, Dwight mentioned coaches. You know, there are business advisors, coaches. There are people out there that are also business owners who are Christians that you can turn to and say, can I just have your perspective on this? Can I have your confirmation of this? And God, through them will give you the confirmation that you're on the right path. 
So uh, I completely agree with that. And as as Dwight said, I've been thinking about doing something like this for 14 years, and uh, you know, God has shown me lots of different ways of doing it. And this this one has now the fruits are coming in because you know I've got guests and and some amazing things to share. So so thank you for that word of encouragement, Dwight. I think that's that's something we all need to hear definitely. So. Thank you so much for, for being a guest. Uh, I know I gave you the opportunity uh, of you know, how we we closing in prayer, uh, but I just want to give you a big thank you before we do that for the time that you've given and the insights. And also, I know that somebody will have heard what you've said and it will be just like you were talking to them. You know, uh, if it's right in their heart and God wants them to hear it, it will be just like you have had a one-to-one with that listener right now. And I've... Yeah, my prayer, listeners, is that that is the case for you. So uh, where would you like to take this, uh, Dwight, next? Um, well, I just uh, want to thank you for, um, yeah, reaching out to me and uh, giving me this opportunity. Um, you know, it's a great Simon. I um, have uh, benefited uh, greatly from our friendship. And uh, so, again, just uh, thank you. Uh, much uh would, would you like to uh close in in prayer yes or? please yeah yeah let's let's do that yeah okay let let uh let me go ahead and pray for us yeah okay yep that, would that work that okay. would work fine yeah lord i thank you for um your uh, faithfulness lord we can uh, lean in to you um, with uh, business needs, with uh, family, with what we're doing in, in community, um, in our churches. Um, Lord, we thank you so much for your son, Jesus Christ, the relationship that we um, have. Um, and Lord, for those that may not uh, know you, um, I pray that uh, there would be an opportunity to have dialogue with uh, someone that could uh, provide an introduction or that they might have access to your word and be able to um, to read about um, how you approach things, which is um, so different from um, how uh, we would normally um, do things. Uh, Lord, I thank you uh, for uh, this uh, podcast and for putting on uh, uh, Simon's heart uh, to, to move in this direction. Uh, thank you for his persistence. And Lord, I just pray uh, your blessing um, on this and and that there might be a good uh, impact um, here as uh, he's really uh, just uh, ramping up and getting started on this uh, uh, Christian uh, business uh, people um, uh, podcast. And so we thank you for that, Lord. Um, we thank you for uh, your many blessings. And um, we uh, give this uh, to you, Lord, in your name. Uh, amen. Amen. Thank you for that, Dwight. That was an absolute pleasure. And I just want to just add one thing to that, you know, that I really do feel today's episode that someone will be guided on their journey of, of faith. And and I pray, Heavenly Father, that, that through what they've heard today, that they will draw closer to you, both in their life and in their business, because you have spoken to them through what we've been talking about today. Amen. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Business as a Christian podcast. Please subscribe so you don't miss upcoming episodes and be sure to leave us a review. Thanks for listening.